Thank God we've got a preacher who knows how to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. Are you ready for the word of the Lord tonight? Are you ready for the word of the Lord tonight? Come, Brother Waldrop. Take your liberty. God bless you. The Lord. Oh, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Oh, surely the presence of the Lord is in this house. Oh, hallelujah. Do you feel his presence in this house tonight? Blessed be the name of our God. Oh, we magnify the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll be reading tonight 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. While you're turning there, do want to thank those of you that prayed for my mother-in-law. She had surgery yesterday, uh, complete knee replacement, and uh, everything went good. And uh, she was discharged late this afternoon and is home. And uh, we're thankful for a successful procedure. Ask that you would continue to hold her up in prayer. My mother-in-law is a very precious lady. And all the mother-in-law jokes don't apply to my mother-in-law. Amen. She is a precious, precious lady. Amen. Of course, Sister Walter is there helping, facilitating this recovery. Amen. I know you understand her absence. Ask that you be in prayer for her as well. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, 13th verse. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, those who have passed away, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. We don't sorrow like those that have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall, would you say shall? The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. I'm comforted by his coming tonight. Praise the Lord. I want to preach the comfort of his coming. Amen. Would you lift up your voice again and open up your heart? Pray the will of God tonight.
mighty name of the Lord, I praise you. So thankful for your anointing that's in this house tonight. So, so very thankful, oh God, for your presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. You may be seated tonight. You men feel such a liberty in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want uh, to share, call it understanding or revelation, certainly appreciation. And uh, for your man of God being so receptive to the preached word of the Lord. Amen. Not every pastor preaches with the evangelist like your pastor preaches, this evangelist. Amen. I know that a lot of what comes from the pew is a mirror of the pulpit. Amen. I'm thankful, amen, that your pastor loves good preaching, loves the preaching of God's Word, and you are mirroring his hunger and his desire. Amen. I understand tonight that a lot of the liberty that I feel to preach Amen, is because of this man sitting to my right. Amen, amen. And I, I uh, acknowledge that tonight, and I appreciate it. Amen, amen. Are you going to help me preach tonight? Amen, I, amen. You could hear the uh, burden, the desire, the appreciation, the emotion in my voice tonight as I read about the most important thing. Amen. In all the world. Amen. That's being ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen. The coming of the Lord is not a dreadful thing for those who have made their calling and election sure. You do not have to be afraid of what we call the rapture. You do not have to be caught. To be afraid of uh, that trumpet sounding and the Lord descending from heaven with uh, a shout, with the voice of uh, the archangel and the trump of God. Uh, You don't have to be afraid of that tonight if you uh, are living uh, the way that God wants you to live uh, in this generation. If you have repented of your sins uh, been baptized in Jesus' name. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. You're doing your best to live for God. Live according to the word of the Lord. Living according, amen, to truth. Praise God, not just going through life. Not just coming to church. But living with conviction, and revelation. Church is not a place I go to. Church is who and what I am. Amen. The church is the body of Christ. I'm glad to preach tonight. He has put all things under his feet. And he is the head over all things to the church Hallelujah, I said he's the head uh, over all things to the church, uh, which is his 
body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. I'm delighted tonight to to be in the church. I'm delighted tonight to be in the kingdom of the Lord. There's no other place I want to be. Amen. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. I don't want to be in the world. I want to be in the church. There's nothing this world has to offer that can even be worthy to compare. Hallelujah. Paul said it this way. I reckon that the sufferings of this present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall follow. Hallelujah. If your life is one continuous test, if your life is one continuous trial, if your life is one continuous struggle, amen, that's all right. Amen, the trouble that you're going through, amen, pales in comparison to the glory. Hallelujah, can I preach what I feel tonight? Then we, then we, then we which are alive and remain. Hallelujah, are you listening for the trumpet tonight? Streets of gold never sounded so good. Well done, good and faithful servant. Never sounded so good. Would you clap your hands and praise the Lord tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's an anointing of the Holy Ghost to preach the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah, I'm telling you, I'm not just preaching my opinion. I'm preaching Bible doctrine tonight. Amen, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. This is not my opinion. This is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah, the coming of the Lord is just as real as the cross, just as real as the blood, just as real as the grave, just as real as the resurrection, just as real as Acts 2.38, just as real as John 1 and 1, just as real as John 3.16, all scripture is given. Hallelujah, I've come, amen, to stand with the Apostle Peter to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Amen, I've come, amen, to build somebody's faith tonight. Don't be weary and well-doing. Hey, I feel the words of a song in my heart. It's gonna be worth it all. Some beautiful, happy day. It's going to be worth every long mile, every heartache, every trial. Hallelujah, I've come to preach tonight. If you're not ready for Jesus to come, it's time to get ready. 
I'm not preaching with a frown on my face. I'm preaching with a smile in my heart. You can be ready if you want to. You can live for God if you want to. There's no better life than living for God. There's no better feeling than knowing I'm ready for the trumpet to sound. Hallelujah, if you're tired of wondering, am I ready or not? Amen, make up your mind. Before I leave this revival service tonight, I'm gonna make sure I'm ready. If you're dreading the coming of the Lord, get you a good old-fashioned renewing of the Holy Ghost. If you're afraid of the trumpet to sound, amen, let's fix the problem. Amen. If you're tired of laying your head on your pillow at night, you know you're not ready. Are you tired of that? Amen. There's no worse feeling than knowing you're lost. Amen. Old song goes like this. I know I'm saved. And I'm so glad about it. I found the joy my spirit craved. It is so real. And I could never doubt it. Oh, praise the Lord. I know I'm saved. Hey, man, the songwriter, whoever it was, didn't say, I hope I am. They said, I know I'm saved. I know I'm ready for the trumpet to sound. Amen, I know this is old-fashioned preaching tonight. I, I have no apologies tonight. Amen, this is an apostolic church. This is a Jesus name, Pentecostal church. We believe in the second coming of the Lord. We believe what the Bible said. Amen. You're going to be ready. And when the trumpet sounds in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The most important thing by far is being saved. Amen. Jesus told. Amen. The man sick of the palsy, carried by four men who were so desperate to get him in the presence of the Lord that they tore a hole in the roof and let him down on his bed to Jesus. The Bible said that when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Amen. We, we came for this man to get a miracle. If I could just uh, take a little poetic license and read between the lines of Scripture, Jesus is saying, just hold your horses, boys. I've got a miracle in mind, but there's something more important than a physical healing. Amen. Jesus said later, amen, in Matthew's Gospel, the 18th chapter, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, if they hinder thee, cut them off 
and cast them from thee. What he's saying is that whatever is necessary to be saved, be saved, whatever it costs. He said, Brother Walter, that's drastic. Jesus is helping us understand this is how serious being saved is. Hey, man, if what you're doing or where you're going, if I could just preach it that way tonight. Hey, man, if the things that you're doing, oh, my Lord, have mercy, in the places that you're going, if your hand or your foot offend thee, if the things that you're doing and the places that you're going are hindering your salvation, cut it off. Cut off ungodly lifestyle. Cut it off. Cut off perversion. Cut off hypocrisy. Cut off iniquity. Amen. If your hand or foot offends you, cut it off. He said it's better to enter into life halt and maimed than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Hallelujah. He says if you have got to go the rest of your life as a handicapper or as a cripple, if it's going to help you be saved, being saved is what matters most. Amen. He continues, if your eye offends you. Have we ever lived in a generation where eyes are more offensive than 2022? But Jesus said, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. If you can't be saved seeing, then be saved blind. Brother Walter, that's drastic. That's how important being saved is because when the trumpet sounds, it won't matter that I couldn't see. I couldn't handle, I couldn't walk. Hey, man, what matters is when the trumpet sounds, I'm ready to go. And whatever I've got to do, and whatever I've got to do without. If you're not sure, it's better to do without it. Amen. I'm not apologizing for preaching uh, old-fashioned conviction tonight. Amen. I'm not heavy-hearted, but I feel the glory of God in this place. Hallelujah. I feel an anticipation uh, in my spirit. Uh, come on. Can somebody pray it with me uh, with conviction? Uh, can somebody quote the scripture with me uh, with eagerness and anticipation? Uh, even uh, so, uh, come, uh, Lord uh, Jesus. 
can somebody, amen, with a smile on your face, read the words of Jesus Christ. Behold, I come quickly. If that makes your heart drop, let's do something about it. Come on, you can leave out of here smiling about the coming of the Lord. I said you can leave out of here with faith in your heart. It is so real. And I can never doubt it. Oh, praise the Lord. I know I'm saved. I know I've obeyed the gospel. I know. I know. I've been entered into the kingdom. I know my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul said to Timothy about the Lord who will have all men to be saved. That's what he wants. That's his will. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Where there is no repentance, there is perishing. Amen. If you're doing something wrong, repent. Let godly sorrow work repentance. Unto salvation. There is no salvation without repentance. Hallelujah. Except you repent, Jesus said, you shall all likewise perish. Amen. Come on, let's stop playing games with our souls tonight. Amen. Come on, there's a better way to live for God than I hope everything's all right. Come on, read this Bible. Amen, get on your face and get a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen, let the Holy Ghost bring conviction. Amen, and on the heels of conviction, deliverance from that which you're convicted of. Hallelujah, come on, somebody preach with this preacher right now. Hallelujah, Peter said, beside this, give all diligence. Add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity for if these things be in you and abound it's not just something I think about this is my lifestyle it's not a pride thing it's a grateful thing It's not that I've arrived. Paul said, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. One version says I'm reaching for that upward call. I'm reaching for that heavenly call. 
That's why he said, amen, I have finished my course. I've kept the faith. And the time of my departure is at hand. Amen, the Lord is going to give to me on that day a crown of righteousness. To live is Christ. To die is gain. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Let's lift our hands. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house right now. Oh, somebody pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, this is a vital part of revival. Amen. Living is all about being ready. If in this life only we have hope, we're of all men most miserable. It's not about my job. It's not about my retirement. It's not about vacation. It's not about entertainment. It's not about fun and games. It's about being saved. But I'm telling you what, living for God's not a drudgery. Hallelujah, I said living for God. Amen, it's not boring. It's not fuddy-duddy. Yes, it's old-fashioned. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? Living for God never goes out of style. Hallelujah, holiness is always in style in heaven. That's what I'm living for. I'm not living to please the world. I'm living to please the Lord. And Paul Peter said, if these things are in you, and if these things abound, they make you, they make you, they make you, that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Can I preach a little while tonight? Amen. If these things be in you. Amen. Faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, charity, old-fashioned living, old-fashioned holiness and separation, old-fashioned living for God, Right attitude, right lifestyle, right frame of mind, right desire, right motive. Doing the right thing the right way for the right reason. Peter said, if these things be in you and abound, they make you. That you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he said, he that lacketh these things. If you're looking inward tonight and you're not seeing what you really need to see and what you really want to see. He that lacketh these things, Peter said, is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten. He has forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. He forgot about forgiveness. 
You know what folks do that forget about forgiveness? They stop repenting. How long has it been since you really repented? It probably has a lot to do with how much of a conviction you have about forgiveness. Don't have time to chase all these rabbits tonight. But he said, amen, let's not live that way. Let's not lack these things. Let's not walk around blind. Let's be able to see afar off. Wherefore the rather brethren give diligence. Somebody shout diligence. Be diligent to make your calling an election sure. For if ye do these things. Come on, it's if. Amen, there's some things that are up to you. He's not going to make you be saved. He'll not save you against your will. If these things be in you and abound. Amen, if these things be in you, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Come on, stop. Stop being afraid of backsliding. Amen. Jump in the church with both feet and live for God with all you got. If these things be in you and about. Yes, I'm preaching the rapture. Yes, I'm preaching the coming of the Lord. I'm still preaching the comfort of his coming. You know who's looking forward to the trumpet to sound? Those that have these things. Those that are living this good life. Those that are giving diligence to make their calling and election sure. Amen. If you do these things, you shall never fall. For so an entrance, my Lord, I feel this tonight. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, let's lift our hands and praise him right now. <laughs> My Lord, have mercy. In the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, somebody pray with this preacher right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody got your mind made up? Anybody got your mind made up? Anybody got your mind? Amen. I know it's an old song. I know it may not be everybody's style, but my foot's on the rock and my mind's made up. (laughs) 
I got my mind made up to serve the Lord. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen, I'm wanting to close, but the Holy Ghost says I'm not done preaching. Amen, I'm not trying to be long-winded, and I promise you. Amen, I'm wanting to, amen, open up these altars right now. But the Holy Ghost said, amen, somebody needs to hear something else. Hallelujah. Can you preach a little while longer with this preacher tonight? Amen, the comfort, the comfort, the comfort, the comfort of this. Come on, somebody think about the trumpet sounding. How does that make you feel? Amen, to some, their heart lifts and their faith arises and their countenance lifts up to others. Amen, their heart drops into their stomach. Why? Because you know you're not ready. I've not come to hang anybody over hell, but I've come to preach. You can have assurance. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Hallelujah. Amen, Peter said. Amen in his second epistle. He said, Beloved, I now write unto you this second epistle. He said, In both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets. Be mindful, be mindful of what's been said in the Word of God. And of the commandment of us apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first. That there shall come in the last days scoffers. There's going to be scoffers in the last days. Walking after their own lusts. In the last days, the apostle said, you can mark it down. There's going to be scoffers that walk after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? I don't know if the rapture is really going to take place. I don't know if that's really going to happen or not. Read your Bible. You can't pick and choose. You either believe all of it or believe none of it. Truth is truth. 
You can't divide truth. You can't. You, 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 you can't say, well, I want this part of truth, but I don't want that part of it. You either get all of it or you have none of it. Amen. You can't separate, uh, amen, truth and divide truth. Amen. There's going to come scoffers uh, and they're going to say, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, uh, all things continue as they were uh, from the beginning of the creation. I've heard about the rapture all my life. It's been a while since I've thought about this, but I was just reminded, church service, amen, my dad was in the pulpit leading the service. Amen. Young teenage boy. I remember dad saying, I doubt my son will ever get his driver's license. I doubt my son will ever graduate high school. I believe the Lord's going to come before then. I have lived however old I was then. I've lived that at least twice again. But you hear me tonight. I still believe in the coming of the Lord. Because God is not a man that he should lie. And holy men of God spake as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. And the Apostle Paul said, I say this by the word of the Lord. I speak unto you by the word of the Lord. He, we that are alive and remain, shall be caught up. I say this unto you by the word of the Lord. The Lord himself shall, 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 shall descend. Come on, somebody help me pray right now. Somebody help me pray right now. You can say, I don't know if it's going to happen. Amen. I'm telling you, we're closer now than we've ever been. Amen. Some say he's already came. Some say it's already happened. Amen. Paul told the church at Thessalonica, don't believe that false doctrine. Amen. They forged my name to that epistle saying that the day of the Lord is at hand. He's not come yet, but he is coming. I said the rapture is not in the past. It's in the future. We beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord and by our gathering together unto him, don't be shaken in your mind. Don't be troubled. Telling you if there was ever, I'm sorry for preaching so long, but if there was ever a attack on the minds of God's creation concerning his coming. Amen, we're living in that time right now. But you hear me, this is not a new trick. It was... The technical name for that false doctrine is preterism. The rapture's already taken place. 
Jesus already came. But I'm telling you, preterism is false doctrine. Preterism was birthed in hell. And man, it's that lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets to get God's people distracted. Amen, from the thing that is most important. If it's already happened, what's there to live for? What does it matter? I'm telling you what, uh, knowing Jesus is coming uh, helps me keep my act straight. If that disappoints you, I'm sorry you're disappointed. Uh, hey man, but why don't you let the coming of the Lord uh, man, get your act straight uh, and keep it that way? No, I'm not doing that. Jesus might come. No, I'm not watching that. Jesus might come. No, I'm not living that way. Jesus might come. Hey, hey, if you think I'm trying to throw somebody under the bus, you got another thing coming. Amen, I'm just preaching the burden of my heart. Amen, I'm trying to say what the Holy Ghost says to say. If you got a problem with it, take it up with God. Amen, but the Holy God of glory loves you enough. Amen, to help you know that you know that you know that you know I'm saved. Amen, here is the promise of his coming. Later in that same context of scripture, the apostle Peter says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness. He's, we're talking about the coming of the Lord. We're talking about the promise of His coming. We're talking about eternity. And there's scoffers saying, where is the promise of His coming? And Peter said, look around. Read your Bible. Amen. I said, read your Bible and look around. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also in the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be us. Come on, my Lord, have mercy. All this stuff, that's all it is. It's a bunch of stuff that means so much to you. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the 
heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth. Wherefore, brethren, seeing that you look for such things, Be diligent that you may be found in him in peace without spot and blameless. If you intend to make it to heaven, you've got to live intentional. Nobody is going to wake up in heaven saying, where am I? And how did I get here? No one. When you get to heaven, you're going to know where you are and you're going to know how you got there. Nobody's going to be surprised by their eternal salvation. But you hear, Brother Walter, tonight, there's going to be a lot of folks if I could say it this way, wake up in hell saying, oh my Lord, how did I get here? That preacher told me that it was all right to live that way. I knew other people that were Christians. And, I, 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 and they look over and there those other Christians are. Hallelujah. I don't want anybody to be lost. I'm telling you, you've got to make up your mind to live for God. Amen. How can he say well done if you're not doing well? Brother Walter, you're being too stringent. You're being too particular. You're being too, no, I'm not. Amen. Seeing then that we look for such things. Amen. Be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. I'm telling you, if I wasn't living for God, amen, I would I'd change my lifestyle now. I said I'd change my lifestyle now. If I wasn't right with God, I'd get right tonight. I wouldn't care what it took. I wouldn't care what it cost. Come on, somebody. Amen. Stop trying to make a bargain with God. Somebody pray right now. Please pray.